Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Tao of June, Living an Inspired Life. Um, today I wanted to share a story with you um, called The Golden Buddha. Now, I heard this story from Jack Canfield, and I, I just think it's amazing. Um, and I hope you enjoy it, too. So the story is, in, in Bangkok, Thailand, there's um, a temple of the Golden Buddha. And this golden Buddha is, like, 10 feet tall and, like, made of solid gold, 5,000 pounds of solid gold. And Jack Canfield was saying that it's worth, like, $196 million um, in gold value, in, the, in its weight in gold. Um, but really, I mean, how it's, like, over three centuries old, and it's, it's crafted into a beautiful golden Buddha statue. Really, it's priceless. You know, even if you had $106 million, $196 million, I don't think the Thai government would sell it to you, <laughs> you know, even if you gave them $200 million. <clears throat> So my point is, it's priceless. Now, they didn't even know that this uh, statue existed. They didn't even know that they had a golden Buddha in Thailand um, until about 1957. Now, what happened was they were moving this clay statue. It was a clay Buddha, actually. And they were moving this clay statue of Buddha from one part of uh, Thailand to another um, because they were, the government was making a stretch of road there. And so they were moving the statue, which is like a national, you know, artifact now. You know, it's, it's a, it's, it's a, you know they didn't want to destroy this because it's so old and the value it had to, you know, to the government, to the people there. <clears throat> so they're moving it, and when they lifted it with the large crane, um, it dropped because... <laughs> Nobody expected it to weigh 5,000 pounds, you know? I mean, they thought it was made of clay. And so the hitch probably broke, and it, it hit the ground. And when it hit the ground, uh, a large crack went right up the side of the golden Buddha. I mean, the, the clay Buddha at this point. <clears throat> so the the monk in charge was, you know, very upset. Just, you know, he was like, oh, my God, I ruined this national artifact. And so he called a stop to the whole operation for, you know, for a little bit. He's just like, we gotta, we got to figure out how to move this safely without, make, you know, causing more damage to it. So they covered it with the tarp because uh, it was about to rain. And so they covered it with the tarp and with the canvas. And he goes out at night to check on it. And when he shines his flashlight in, a light is reflected back out to him. And he thought that was very interesting. You know, obviously he was gonna be he was gonna be shocked. He's shocked that surprised that light is being reflected back out to him. So they carefully chisel away at it, and they find out, lo and behold, this is a solid gold statue of Buddha. <clears throat> and that's how they got the golden Buddha. So the analogy is that we are all like this golden Buddha. You know, we're we're covered in clay. You know, we're covered in, in mud, whether it's people who threw mud at us at growing up, pe you know, maybe life circumstances drug us through the mud, um, maybe it's our own self-doubts and fears, maybe it's the criticism and, you know, the, I, I guess, unfair treatment of others, who knows. <clears throat> but we've been covered up with all this clay, and now as adults, we're convinced that we're actually worthless, you know, that we're just, we're just clay statues, you know, like... We forget the brilliance that's inside of us. You know, we forget the greatness, the intelligence, the creativity, the unique gifts and talents and ideas that we have to offer the world. We forget about this, and we're convinced that we're actually worthless. 
and that we're not, you know, you know, like who do who do you think you are? You know, we, that's what we tell ourselves. And so, I think that sometimes what has to happen is like the clay Buddha falling and breaking, you know, cracking in order to find out to reveal the the priceless golden statue that was that was hidden inside for over 300 years they didn't even know that they this existed <clears throat> so what we have to do sometimes is let life's circumstances break us you know let the world break us you know go after your dreams go after your goals go, you know go after the impossible you know shoot for the moon and let people call you crazy, you know, and let let the world kick you in your teeth when you're down, you know, let it all happen, I say, because <clears throat> when that happened to me, <clears throat> when I lost my shop, and when I felt embarrassed and broken, not just, I was literally broke financially, in debt, severely, <clears throat> um, I, I actually would often have to fight the fear of, like ending up in jail. I thought I was going to end up in jail. And I know that sounds crazy, but I thought when you go in debt that much, I just, I never thought, first of all, I never thought it would be possible for me to go in debt that, that, that much, you know, like double, uh, it was five digits, you know, <laughs> I never thought it would be possible for me to go in debt that much. Um, and then I just thought that if you did, you go to jail, right? <laughs> I mean, but come to find out, you know, when life situations, when I failed the business, when I felt embarrassed, when I felt like people were kind of attacking me and kicking me and, you know, you know, just getting cheap shots while I was down, you know, I, I realized now that's when actually I realized who I really was, you know, the brilliance that's inside that was always there, you know, the intelligence, the the love that I have for people and the the willingness to help others that's always been there. <clears throat> I re, I remembered, I, you know, I was able to discover it again, you know, and, and Jack Canfield says the word discover, you know, take the cover off <clears throat> so that you remember who you really are inside. You can rediscover that brilliance that's that's always been there and claim it, you know, and don't be ashamed and don't be... Um, apologetic about it, you know, <clears throat> you are, you are perfect and priceless and irreplaceable, and don't ever forget that, you know, like, I know sometimes it's easy to, to be convinced that we, you know, I'm, I'm worthless, you know, that I'm, I don't, I'm not really, you know, anything special, <clears throat> but that's why I think sometimes life's circumstances has to hit us hard and crack that that surface and crack that outer shell and break us apart so that that true greatness that brilliance the creativity the intelligence you know the unique gifts and talents that we have can come out you know and 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 be revealed to the world you know <clears throat> and so I, I really hope that um this story uh, impacts you the way it did me, because when I first heard it, it was when I was when I was losing my shop and my business, and things were just 
not really working out for me. You know, what I thought, it, you know, the way I, the way I saw it, I really felt like I was dropping and and breaking and you know cracking open and being destroyed like that clay statue of Buddha. But I realized that that all of that had to happen in order for me to get over my fears and live a little more fearlessly, you know, and um I guess I guess be willing to to try new things and be embarrassed, you know, be, in, in in order to get better. Um yeah, I guess it's it's brought out that that uh person in me that is unwilling to give up on a goal that is meaningful to me. And I I never really knew that this person existed until I was met with those challenges <clears throat> and faced, you know, bankruptcy and thank God I didn't I didn't have to claim bankruptcy and um I'm working down a, I I've paid a lot of my debts off and I'm still working down a lot of them and things are looking very good now. You know, and things are awesome actually. I mean, now I'm earning a passive income. I mean, everything is just amazing and I have the most amazing clients in the world. Um, I just, but none of this could have happened unless I failed my business and unless I went through all of that. So I just wanted to not impress you, but maybe impress upon you that if you're going through some tough times right now, you know, if you feel like life's unfair and, you know, you're working so hard, but, you know, things just aren't working out for you and, you know, why is it? why is life so difficult and hard and so unfair seems like you know <clears throat> i know i've been there i understand but just understand that you're going through these situations and circumstances that seem like they're breaking you apart because sometimes that's the only way because you know because i was so scared to take a chance and take risks and try something that might not work out and make me look bad. I was so scared of all of those things. And I just I never did took a chance. Even opening up the shop, for me it wasn't a risk. That shop was there for like over 20 years at the dog grooming location. I just changed the name and just kind of redid the inside to make it look more modern, more clean. <clears throat> That's all I did, but the location was already established as a dog grooming place. People were used to going there and dropping their dogs off to get groomed. So, and I saw, I used to work there, actually, as a bather. So I saw how busy they were. So for me, when I when I learned that the the previous owners of that location moved and the spot was just sitting there empty... You know, I pounced on it. I wanted to I wanted to sign that lease before anybody else could, you know, because I was like, this is a no-brainer. I'm going to get rich. I'm going to be rich, you know. And my wife and I high-fived each other when we got the keys to the shop, you know. And little did I know how difficult it was going to be and what I was in for. You know, thank goodness I didn't know because if I had, I wouldn't have signed the lease. I would have been too scared, and I wouldn't have done it. But... You know, thank goodness I went into it, you know, ignorantly, naively, thinking that everything was going to just be fine and I was, you know, people were just going to keep bringing their dogs and, you know, I was just going to hire people and, you know, just count the money and everything was going to be awesome. 
you know, good thing, it was a good thing I did go into it thinking that, because had I gone into it with a realistic understanding of what was really going to happen, <clears throat> then I would have never done it, because I was too scared. And even what I'm doing now, when I moved back to Atlanta, um, I I really was scared to do what I'm doing now, this house call business, going to my clients' homes and setting up and, and grooming their dogs in their house. I just I just didn't think people would want me to do that in their home. And, you know, I was like, oh, I don't want to intrude and be an inconvenience. And, you know, like, they're not going to like all the hair and, the you know, like, I don't know. I just had all these self-doubts and fears and insecurities, and I just I was too scared to do it. It, it took me getting fired from both positions that I got when I got back here. <laughs> you know, it was, the crazy thing is, both grooming shops wanted me to come and work for them because they saw my social media, you know, presence. And so, yeah, I I, I started working at one shop, and it didn't work out. And then I worked at a, I started working at another shop closer to my house. And I got fired. <laughs> and if you know, had I had I not got fired, you know, it just it just took me getting fired twice, and you know, to to realize like I better just do my own thing, you know. And if it doesn't work out, I guess you know, then I can always go back to try to find another job. But I guess I was I was just desperate. I even called my old liquor shop owner that I used to work at as a stalker. I used to stock the shelves of a liquor store when I was, like, 21. <clears throat> and, or, or 22, around then. But yeah, it was really, really hard work, and I hated it. And he cussed me out <laughs> all the time. One morning he cussed me out because he said, good morning. And I said, I said, I said, hi, in Korean. I said, annyeonghaseyo. <clears throat> but I said it like that. I was like, "Anyaseo," you know. And as I walked in, because I was tired, and I, you know, I was just walking in to get start started in work, and he chewed me out, just cussed me out. You know, who do you think you are? How dare you just, you know, shrug me off like that? <clears throat> but anyways, I was so desperate because I have two children and a wife, and you know, the pressure I put, I feel on myself the pressure I put on myself to try to be a good provider for my family, you know, um, because it would feel, make me feel good as a husband and a father to be able to provide for my family. I even called him and asked if I could get my job as a stalker back, you know, just just to get some income in because I was so scared to do what I'm doing now, you know. And, and of course, he was, like, rude, and he was like, who are you? Who's this? I was like, you know what, forget it. And I just hung up because, you know, you don't cuss somebody out like that and not remember their name. That's just rude, you know. So, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it. thank goodness when the when the universe or God um, or whatever, whoever, whatever it is you believe, maybe you're atheist if you're listening, you know, but <clears throat> whatever it is, like when opportunities um get you know when doors close on us you know when opportunities get taken away or you know given to someone else or we get rejected it actually is you know in, in how i believe you don't have to believe how i believe but what i believe is it's the universe some some sort of higher intelligence blocking these opportunities because it's actually going to stop you and sidetrack you from where you're really supposed to go you know, from where you're really going to be fulfilled, 
you know, and and have true um, satisfaction and enjoyment out of life. <clears throat> and I do now. Oh, my God, I just had such an amazing day today, you know, grooming one of my favorite dogs for one of my favorite clients, you know, and I made more than enough money that I need, you know, and I and I have passive income coming in now, you know, it's like, and I never would have been able to enjoy this had I not got dropped, literally dropped, I guess figuratively dropped and broken, and then it revealed who I really was inside, who and I and who you really are inside. You know, we're all we are all so special and so gifted with unique gifts and talents that only we can share. <clears throat> you know, I can <clears throat> I can give you the <clears throat> my business plan. I can give you my business plan. I can give you my you know, like I don't I don't have anything written down, but I can write down like a step by step process of how I post on social media or, or upload videos on YouTube or and you know, record a podcast while I'm in traffic, you know, in my car. I can I can you know, give you all the information, you know, I can give you a blueprint, but even if I gave you my business plan, um it's it's really worthless to anybody else because they can't they can't implement the ideas the way I would, you know? And so this is the same for for you who whoever's listening to this. Whatever unique ideas, whatever unique gifts and talents that you have, nobody can do it the way you're going to do it. You know, and that's what makes you so uh priceless, so irreplaceable. So if if you are having a tough time right now, just remember that you do have a purpose here. And everything that you're going through, there is a reason for it. You know, like Steve Jobs said, it will it, it'll all connect when you look back on it one day. Just have faith that it will. And hold on tight, you know, just just ride it out because this too shall pass. <clears throat> and sometimes when you're dropping out of the sky and you literally feel like you're about to get shattered, your dreams, your hopes and dreams, it's all just going to get shattered. You know, thank God, because the best is yet to come. And it's about to reveal how brilliant you are and that brilliance that was always hidden there, just like the Golden Buddha. Thank you so much for your time. I really hope that this, you know, that you enjoyed this. I'm sorry for the coughing. <clears throat> My, <clears throat> the cold air, <clears throat> the cold, dry air is really not helping. And I breathe a lot of dander and dust while I work. So I do I do apologize for, you know, <clears throat> clearing my throat and coughing and things like that. Um, but if you do listen to this, just know how truly grateful I am to be able to connect with you. To, be, to have this connection right now. Thank you so much for your time. I honor the light in you that's also in me. And namaste.